Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Look at that, right there. This is the dumbest cat. Go under the covers and just stay there. I'm also going to get under some covers. <laughs> I'm going to relax into this one. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, should we get into it? I didn't. I fully did not realize that this was a two-parter. Yeah, I didn't watch both. No, I, I didn't either. I just watched part one, too. I don't. I mean, I remember how part two goes. I just fully forgot that there was two it was in broken into two pieces. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, welcome back. It's been a minute, but we're talking about <laughs> We're here. <laughs> we made it this time. Yes. Um talking about Boy Meets World season seven, episode fifteen. Is it fifteen? Yes. Yes. Do you know what it's called? The war. Yeah. Pretty war. straightforward. Pretty yeah. Pretty on on brand. Uh-huh. Um, my fun fact for the day, I actually have two and one is a little more like boy meets world pop culture or pop culture, like, a just something that's happened in the most recent week. So with this episode, this actually aired on Matthew Lawrence's 20th birthday, which is insane because I feel like he looks like he's like 25 pretty yeah. much throughout this entire series. Uh, my other fun fact is if you haven't seen it already, Maitland Ward wrote a book called Rated X that just came out this week. And I've already downloaded it. And I'm very interested in wow. reading it. <laughs> oh, I'm wow-y. very curious as to what what is what it entails, because apparently she's kind of it's it's kind of like a tell all. It's it's got it's a little bit of a juicy, juicy dish. So I'm very interested in reading that and seeing what she's been up to since like the the bridging the gap between boy meets world and what she's doing now i think it'll be very interesting so wow i had no idea that she put out a rated x how porn liberated me from hollywood yeah by showing hollywood and triple x stardom in a whole new light she offers a fresh and stirring perspective on the sex industry Ultimately, a story of hope and triumph. Rated X is a sharp and provocative look at a former Disney princess who found her fairy tale in porn. <laughs> wow. So I'll let you know. I'll let you know my thoughts. Yeah. It's published by Simon and Schuster, you know, so. I read like a little snippet when I first downloaded it because I was like, this is going to be like, I wonder what her writing style is going to be like. And from what I kind of read from the first paragraph or so, I was like, okay, this is, I think it's going to be pretty well written. Like, I think she is going to be a pretty decent author. So I'm very interested. I'm very interested. I'm in the middle of something right now. So as soon as I finish that, I will start in on this, but hopefully I'll finish that before we're done because I know we're only like seven episodes away from being done, but at the rate we're going, most likely I will be done with that book by the time we finish <laughs> this podcast. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's sure. okay. That's it's not just you. It's also me. Um, right. and this insane summer that I've had, but I feel more positive going into this next month and even October about not being out of town as much. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, 
Oh no, it's me. I'm on the recap. Mm-hmm. I watched this last week, so same. I don't even remember how this started. Oh, Sean parked in her parking space. Okay, oh, I'll pull up the timer. On my mark, <laughs> get set and go. So Sean and Corey are hanging out in the girls' room, and Rachel comes in. She's all in a fluster because somebody parked in her spot. She finds out that it's Sean, and uh, then she tells him to move. He's like, no. So then she's like, well, then fuck you. Uh, she kicks him out. He's like, I'm going to get back at you. And the whole war ensues between kind of the guys and the girls, except Topanga takes Sean and Corey's side because she's always wanted to be on the team. And then once things escalate so bad, Rachel's like, I guess I was never really part of this group. Uh, Trina and or <laughs> Angela and uh, damn it, I ran out of time, but oh, God, I that mean, was not a, that was not the strongest one. No, no. I mean, the only other thing that happens in this episode is Jack and Angela kind of say the same thing, too. And then Topanga is also mad about they're all mad about the same thing, that they're not in Corey and in Sean's little world bubble. Yeah. 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 Some playful abuse in this episode. Yeah. You know, what'd you learn? Don't be a dick. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not the first time we've said that on the podcast. Sharing is caring. Uh, In what way? I don't know. Um, well, you know, it's a two-parter, so it doesn't fully resolve. But I feel like mm-hmm. what we're what we're getting ourselves primed for is that that it's not about you know how long you've known somebody. Mm-hmm. It's about the quality of the time spent. Quality, not the quantity. Um, yeah quality not quantity on friends there because it starts off as you know just a nice little nice little prank war Mm -hmm. and then it uh and then it escalates very quickly very quickly to to, uh what i I don't know what to categorize it as but pretty pretty bad bullying yeah it's and almost, I don't know if it could be considered sexual harassment in that, like, Corey and Sean specifically were harassing right. Rachel, but they opened the door for her to be sexually harassed, which is yeah. a fucking dick move. So, right. But yeah. But the, but the irony of, of it all, you know, with her, with her real life transition. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a little bit of irony coming out of this episode in real life. And that's also why I wanted to talk about the book. Cause I think I knew about the book maybe the last time we got together, but I didn't mention it because it feels more fitting to mention in this episode. And this was the release. So this Uh week it was the release. So I feel like it's fitting in multiple ways. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I feel like I learned something very similar. Don't share people's nudes. It's fucking rude. Don't share people's nudes. Like if someone sends you that, you don't, don't share. Like if some, well, and I shouldn't say like, this is not a blanket statement for every sort of situation, but specifically in this situation where Jack and Rachel were dating for a prolonged period of time, don't you don't need to be showing your brother, your girlfriend's nudes that she sent. And there, I mean, it's not even a naked picture necessarily. So nude is a a light term, maybe a little bit of a misnomer, but it's weird to show your brother. And also just don't show your friends. If someone shows you this in confidence 
and you don't check with them first, like that's don't do that. That's a fucking dick move. So yeah. Don't share nudes. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Don't share nudes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. We've got another mug idea. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's weird that Jack was like, Hey man, check this out um yeah and like everyone everyone does something a little wrong here everyone breaks everyone's trust a little bit right yeah like jack shared that with sean and sean lied to angela to get it yes and uh angela i think maybe angela didn't do anything wrong here no angela was fine angela actually well i shouldn't i shouldn't say anything but angela yeah she kind of does i feel like for the most part everything right because even when Corey and sean go up against the girls topanga's like no i'm gonna be on their team because they're they're like experts at this and angela's mm-hmm. like what the fuck mm-hmm. you shouldn't you be on rachel's side isn't she your friend <laughs> yeah and also Topanga was surprisingly on their side the night before when when Rachel kicked them out. She was just like, yeah, I'm staying. You fucked up. Right, right. There is she that too. That is weird. Loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. We love when a car is in a place that it shouldn't be, though, you know? <laughs> it's funny. It's like in Drake Which and is, John. When they yes. Put the there's uh, also, I think uh, it's briefly discussed as a either like a senior prank or some sort of prank in Gilmore Girls. It's briefly discussed that someone put a car in like the principal's office or in like yeah. the stairwell or some shit like that, which that car could not fit in that room. And those idiots could not. There's no way those idiots could have done that. <laughs> they couldn't. You don't think that the that Sean and his, and his uncle Mike could maybe uncle taken- Mike. If take you got Uncle Mike involved. Yeah, take the car apart and reassemble it in the in the bedroom in the middle of the night where they don't hear anything. You know, I I did not think about Uncle Mike. He he yeah. throw an interesting wrench into the situation. So there's the real da- danger is that there's no way you could do it quietly. You no, know? no. That's the thing. In the in Drake and Josh, the car appears in an empty classroom overnight. Mm-hmm. So there's no, there's no suspicion or, or, you know, like, oh, we have to do this quietly. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't quietly put a car back together. No, no. I've never, never done it myself, but I'm pretty confident that you can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, that's correct. Um, so, I mean, it's a fun, like, it's a fun prank and like, I love Feeney's reaction to it. And he's like, they didn't break any rules technically like it's a huge inconvenience and yeah it's not the coolest thing in the world but as far as harmless pranks go in this episode specifically as well this is not one to get mad about so it's Mm -hmm. it's pretty it's pretty harmless um but yeah obviously it escalates a little bit and i'm a little surprised that topanga i think they they wanted to get the whole like message of quality over quantity and friendships out there and so I think they did, the, they brought Topanga over to the boys' side so that we would get a further divide between people who have known each other longer. But also, it's just so frustrating to me that Topanga is like, I thought, like, yes, she's fully allowed to be upset that they did not include her in that last, in that final decision of like, we're going to put this picture up because obviously she would have been like, 
don't fucking do that. That's mm-hmm. horrible. But I feel like she believes that she then needs to be Corey's best friend once they get married. And I think that it's stupid. That's stupid. You can have friends outside of your marriage. In fact, I believe that you should. I highly encourage it. Like your significant other should not be the only person in your life that you can go to for support or, you know, you should not like, yes, your significant other can be one of your best friends, but I don't think they need to be your sole best friend. And like, it's just you two and no one else. That seems very dangerous and yeah it's like codependent yes yeah yeah and so i just it's her behavior is very frustrating to me in this episode but she is definitely within her right to be mad about them not including her in the last decision because she chose their team and they excluded her from the team and she's very she's in the right to be mad about that Mm -hmm. that's true also, Sean did not fucking apologize to Angela. What I forget what he said, because it's been a, a week since I watched the episode. But Angela like sits down and she's like, I'm not talking to you. And he he says something. He's like, come on. It's been like a day or something like that. And I was like, that did not sound like an apology, Sean. Yeah, no one really apologizes in this episode. Everyone's just kind of a shitty. They're all, it's all a lot of, come on. Come on, it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's true. I love a bear bit, though. You know, I love when a sitcom uses a bear. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so dumb, but I love it. The second time, too, that this show has brought a bear on. And I'm like, what is the deal with the bears in the show? Yeah. Love love it when a sitcom uses a bear. It's always fun. Um, Why are Eric and Rachel and Jack in the same class as Corey and Topanga and Sean in what feels very much like a History 101 type situation? What's up with that? Very, very good question. To which <laughs> no one could even sort of give you an answer. Yes, they yeah. are in what I'm, what sounds like a high school English, uh, high school history class because Beanie is like the Civil War. Ever heard of it? And it's like, what's the, what? <laughs> this is a college level history course. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little bit of a reach. Which, like, obviously, the car in the bedroom also is a reach. It's just the further we get in the show, the harder it is for me to just be okay with what's going on and maybe if i was watching it in rapid succession like if i were binging if i were binging it like i have in the past as opposed to watching it kind of week by week or bi-weekly now then it's maybe i would be more okay with it but just the ridiculousness of it kind of pulled apart from the other episodes it's getting harder to be okay with that Yeah. But yeah, this whole episode is pretty chaotic and everyone is wrong. Yeah, as far as most of the coursework goes in season seven, it feels like the writers never got past like a general high school diploma and all the coursework. (laughs) The coursework is either made up like it is with the physics, quantum physics guy, or or it remains uh, at like a high school level. I mean, I didn't take a history class in college because I took AP US in high school. Yeah. Um, did you take a history class in college? I did. I took one. And uh, but it was a open book, open note. All of the tests were just open. What was book, the open course? Note. I don't remember. I don't remember. 
I don't remember Mm. anything from that class because everything was open book, open note. I didn't show up. I didn't go unless it was a test day. And then I just showed up, opened my book. And that was, that was the entire class. Yeah. But there's something too about like, Hey, this is open book, open note coursework. What that amounts to is, you know, a matter of like, well, what are we trying to teach? Are we trying to teach you history or are we trying to teach you fundamentals of how to do research and like Mm -hmm. analyze information when presented to you? Which in the grand scheme of undergraduate college, it's a bit of both, I think. Yeah. But it feels like the main objective for a lot of undergraduate college is to just like give you the skills to find information on your own. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe that's more of a high school thing. I don't know. It could be both. A combination of both. Mm-hmm. The Civil War. The bloodiest battle. It's just he sounds, when he's teaching, he sounds truly like a 1920s radio announcer. A little bit, yeah. He's got that, yeah. he's got that vibe to him. Because he's always like making like a title and then a catch line. And so it's like the Civil War. Yes the most like it's like he's introducing it in a documentary <laughs> which gets yeah. him effective teaching style I, I was gonna say it it sticks with you it's very memorable i'm trying to think of what else happens in this if anything else happens in this episode i feel like not a lot i'm trying to think of all the 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 number of pranks because it starts with the car and then it goes yeah. to they get them back in the classroom and then they do the and then they do the picture is it already the picture yeah it, that's what i'm saying it all happens pretty fast because it's like she kicks them out they put the car in the classroom then she does the seat or like glued to your seat honey bear thing and then it's the picture and it's like damn this prank war went zero to 60 real fucking real fast, fast yeah. like, that's true that's very true no one even tried like pieing someone in the face first or something. I know. <laughs> Just sending them to the wrong place at the wrong time or like yeah. I don't know. Like calling their ex and or like sending their ex a text message that's like, hey, meet me here and then like mm-hmm. asking them to meet you there for pizza, but boom, surprise, then you just put them on a date with their ex. Like that's See, that would have been great how did angela not think to call lauren come on uh, that would have been so funny that would have been a blast that have been great i mean we never met rachel's ex but that would have been good too if they had called rachel's ex. if he was still at the college maybe he was a year older than she was and he's graduated and gone but mm-hmm. now do you think that sean and corey as students on that campus would be facing disciplinary action up to including expulsion <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I think Feeney's obviously lenient with them because he's Feeney, but also he has really no say. But Dean well, Wonder would have been car. like, yeah, for the for the Rachel picture thing, like the car. Oh yeah, that is bad. That they yeah. would definitely. The car is like, yeah, I don't know, you know, who's gonna, you know, da 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 da. Yeah. But the but the picture that's like I don't know y'all you didn't fucking expelled for that. That's true. <laughs> Effectively putting softcore porn out in the middle. Well, and just going through a student's personal like they could get them alone on going through her per- even if the photo was of her in like jeans and a t-shirt like just going through her personal getting into the girls' dorms and going through her personal belongings. 
should result in some disciplinary action for sure. Yeah. Stupid, shitty, 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 shitty boys. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, I feel like there's, it's, the whole thing just feels very dramatic to me that I am reminded again of their age that they are in college and like, yes, you would probably overreact to some of these things. Like, of course, Rachel has every right to be upset, but the fact that she's just like, was I even your friend in the first place? And like storms out. I'm like, girl. It is weird. Like that. That's what it becomes about. And it's not a matter of like, this is one of the most damaging things you like. Yeah. It mm-hmm. becomes like, oh, I get it. Like, it's always about like, you guys are friends and I'm not even your friend. Instead of just being like, this is really fucked up. And I really hate that you did this. And I'm really mad at you. And I'm not going to be your friend for some amount of time while I work through the like. Yeah, it just, it feels very emotionally immature to me. Which is why I kind of circle back to like, it just, it just is a good age reminder it puts it in check for me because when you watch actors who are older than the age that they are portraying i automatically and especially with this show sometimes i just automatically assume a little more emotional maturity because we have experienced that in the past but i really shouldn't yeah especially not with this episode or any time that we don't get an adult involved which I guess we kind of did with Feeney, but he was more to play like into like the whole whatever. It's just a harmless prank for situation. Yeah. How do you feel about how Eric gets treated? I mean, my poor baby angel. Of course, I, I understand because they've they've really gone overboard with his character. And so I understand why no one wants him, but it's the way that there was one moment where Jack like tells him no one wanted, we would, no one wanted you. That's why you're not on a team or whatever. And then like Eric walks away, like he gets disappointed and he walks away and Jack's like, what, what I say? And I'm like, dude, (laughs) that was not cool. So not, I understand it. I just don't like it. But I mean, Eric is of course so funny when he's like trying to play double team. And then of course he was, you know, not a big fan of it from the start. So when at the end, when he's like super bummed because now they're all pissed off at each other, he's, he's just kind of caught in the middle because, you know, he's got his brother to think about on this team. And then at the same time, he's got his best friend and like roommate, well, old roommate now to think about on the other team. And so he is just kind of like stuck in the middle and I feel really bad for him for multiple reasons, but I feel like this maybe sucks for him the most, but it also kind of sucks for Jack too, because he's stuck on a team with Angela and Rachel uh, who he probably doesn't know Angela that it's his brother's girlfriend and then his ex-girlfriend. And so I'm like, this is really the team that you, why did, why, (laughs) why? Yeah. I mean, it's all set up for the next episode, but it's interesting, yep. you know, we should, we should, when we watch the next one, we need to try to keep in mind, like, what is everyone actively pissed about at the end of this episode? Because everyone's mad about different things. That's true. Walk away here. I feel like I should make a list. What was, what, so Topanga's mad. Well, Topanga's mad for two reasons. 
I mean, she's mad about the picture, but she says that she's mad about not being included. Yeah, she's mad that they made the decision without her, but she's also mad that Sean said that it was going to be Corey and Topanga from now on, and then mm-hmm. he stepped back in and they did something together. God forbid he do something with his best friend. Mm-hmm. Because she kept making that shit up or saying that shit about the vows, and I'm like, girl, you got to relax about that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Angela's mad because Sean lied. Yeah, Angela has every right to be mad because he did he did something fucking dickish. And then also also she's like he said something or uh, Jack said the thing about letting Sean see it. And then Sean said something about letting Jack see a picture that Angela sent. She's like, you showed him that. And I'm like, dude. uh." Yeah. So Angela has every right to be mad. Angela has Mm -hmm. the most right to be mad in this situation. Sure. I mean, there's Rachel mad, obviously. Yes. About the picture, but also mad about the fact that she was never really a friend to begin with, or so it feels clear. You were Um, in their wedding, dude. Like, what? (laughs) Rachel, I have a problem with Rachel in this episode. Jack is mad because... I think he's just mad because Sean because he showed that to Sean in confidence. And now he's not only is Rachel mad at him, but he's also Sean kind of hoodwinked. Like, it's interesting in that like Jack is mad at Sean for this thing, but Jack is also mad because he got caught. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know Rachel's mad. So like, he's mad that he, that this in some ways got him caught too, for having shared it. Yeah. And so he feels responsible there, but he's taking it out of anger. It's true. Um, Corey's mad because everyone's mad at him. <laughs> Always. Corey's mad because I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Everyone's like, you suck. So. And Sean's mad also for, I would say, the same reason. Yeah, it's similar. It is. It also feels like he's mad at Topanga for her being mad at them. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I don't know if he needs to be mad at Topanga. There's just a conversation needs to be had, which I honestly don't know if it's going to happen in the next episode. I don't remember if they talk about specifically Sean and Corey's relationship, but mm-hmm. I even remember when, when Topanga and Corey got married, I remember having that conversation where I was like, I just don't like that. Sean's completely like, okay, it's you guys now. Why do we have to like completely separate who can be Corey's best friend why does it have to be like it's either Topanga or Sean and it's not like mm-hmm. he can have friends people I don't know why you nope. want to be friends with him but he can have friends marriage is death obviously Megan yeah death to yeah no kidding yeah no kidding ah the 90s who's your MVP Eric oh that's sweet that's fair I kind of want to give it to Feeney because I think he's really funny and he's, he's just funny and I and I kind of want to, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you and I'm gonna say Eric because that feels more appropriate. But Feeney's so funny that I, I mean, Feeney is he's funny. Having, he's having a good time. You know? He is. He is. He's. It's very. I think the only reason I didn't give it to Feeney is because uh, there was no, there wasn't any disciplinary action for which I guess is out of his jurisdiction. Well, I don't know. There was no disciplinary action for the picture of Rachel. Mm-hmm. And Eric, you know, was treated 
the most poorly in this episode, but I could also rally behind, like, if you were like, no, I think it's Angela and here's why I'd be like, you know what? I agree. Like Angela Mm -hmm. is wronged in this episode and she doesn't, she doesn't do anything to piss anybody off. She acts very well within her bounds and then she's hoodwinked by Sean. And so she has every right to be mad at him. So I could see you know, I could, I could build a case around Angela and be totally fine with anyone who says Angela's the MVP, mm-hmm. but I think it's Eric because I think Eric knows, I think Eric has a sense about some things. And I think that he knew it was going to be bad and it ended up being bad. And now he's stuck in the middle and everyone has disrespected him. And the poor guy just wants everyone to hang out and have a good time. I know he he's asking so much. You know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. There you go. Unanimous for Eric. Eric is Eric's gonna squeak out in second place. I, I'm calling it now. We are only we are less than 10 episodes away from being done. And I think Eric is sitting in second place right now. And after the amount of times that granted, probably it's mostly me. Although I will say the times that Eric is MVP, usually it is unanimous, which I think is why he's he has so many, is because times when like Topanga or Amy or Alan or some somebody else is it's usually like you're Amy I'm Alan or like vice versa or you know you're Topanga and I'm Sean or whatever so Mm -hmm. but I feel like every time it's Eric it's like very obviously Eric because they like they write it that way you know this one was specifically written to to promote Eric as the person who's going to kind of bring everybody together in the next episode which I think he does He'll probably be the MVP in the next episode too, to be perfectly probably. honest. But it was tailored probably. that way, you know. It was yeah. tailored that way specifically. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. But yeah, All right. that's pretty much everything. It was pretty quick. There's I, because it is a two-parter. I don't feel like I have that much to say about it, other than you know expanding on the pranks and why everyone's mad. We can always refer back to it in the next episode. And see okay. if things get resolved. I'm very interested to watch the next part because I guess I don't remember as much as I thought I did. It's plays with squirrels. It's the piece. That's true. Ah, it's plays when, with squirrels. It's when they do the the flash forward. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, I love a good bestiality moment. Anyway, you <laughs> gross. Listen, Eric's married to a moose. I don't. I did. Yeah. I didn't write it clearly um anyway thanks for listening <laughs> we do not love bestiality here at the peony call let me just make that <laughs> let me make that clear in case it wasn't um i gotta finish unpacking my car and you, you know get my shit together before i go back to work tomorrow but nice. i'm glad we got this done we'll get another one in we're gonna finish this thing soon it's true it's true september is a pretty easy month for me so we can knock a couple out get get as okay. far as we can Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate your time. And you know, follow us online at all the social media places that you spend your free time at. If you have any other thoughts about who's angry and why, you can let us know. Drop mm-hmm. us a chat. Yeah. Feeny call podcast at Gmail or leave us voicemail. There's a link in our Instagram bio, but also uh, in our episode description. So yeah. And buy a mug. God damn it. Maybe I'll make a new one with the, uh, don't be rude don't share nudes don't be rude don't share nudes because honestly that's a catchphrase i think everybody could live by even if you don't <laughs> it's valuable life it's a valuable life lesson right i'm there. saying listen 
I'm saying. I think. But the important it. thing is, we're saying you can share nudes of yourself with someone if you want. Yes, absolutely. Don't share other people's no. nudes. No, and probably yeah. don't share nudes unless there's consent, too. Yeah. We don't. We, we yeah. If, a if, he, if the receiving, if the receiving party doesn't want the nude, then then don't. Give don't them send the nude. nude. <laughs> Yeah. Just don't share any nudes. Nobody's new. Nobody yeah, should you, be nude you know ever. What? Actually, now that we've talked it all out, it's better. <laughs> don't be rude. Don't send. It's always rude. <laughs> it's always rude. Just never ever be be nude in front of another person. Unacceptable. Never. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Words to live by. Yeah. <laughs> all right. On that, thank you all very much. Uh, have a great rest of your day, whatever day it is. And as always, class dismissed.